0: Welcome to the Slayer Sessions with Shannon and Anga. Our mission is to wipe out the fear and discomfort of anxiety.
1: We've been talking a lot together, privately and within our interviews, about this power that comes and the the self-support that comes from learning to check in with ourselves. And Ayurveda talks a lot about self-study about really just having quiet times during your day, preferably every day where you can just check in and see how you're doing. And for a lot of people who are living busy lives that seems highly impractical, if not a bit strange. But just to give a working example for myself, I'm very happy to do that when I'm driving, if I'm in my garden, if I'm taking a walk, or sometimes I'll be working busily on the computer and I just need to sit back and step outside with some tea and just take a few deep breaths. Sometimes you feel like you're going off track a bit with what you're doing and you need to just find your way back and recenter yourself. It's nice to take time, preferably in the quieter times of the day, like the early morning, to really know where you're at and know what you want to do with your day and know where you're going with yourself. That's majorly beneficial. But we can also develop this sense of self-study and self-awareness that's with us all the time, and that just becomes how we operate. Like when you look at an email and you realise I've made a few typos in a short email, then you know I can't operate at my best when this is happening. This is happening because my brain's overloaded, and I need space. I need to come back at that when I've rested myself. is very big on encouraging us to just notice how we react to what's going on around us, and to be aware of what foods are helpful to us, what foods may not be so beneficial to our health, and to look at the quality of everything that's going on around us, our emotional expressions, what emotions are we expressing most frequently, what's our usual response to unexpected situations, even the tedious everyday ones like you're trying to do something and the power goes off, or you're driving a car and somebody cuts you up what's your usual response and if you're not happy with that response how can you adjust it because in those moments of witnessing and adjusting that's where we can upgrade our level of operation and at the very least we save ourselves a lot of energy and a lot of nervous energetic output
0: Hmm. it all does really come back to awareness and to witnessing our own behaviors, to really getting to know ourselves and to not be afraid to look at the way you roll. Yeah. <laughs> how do you behave? How do you roll? How do you treat people? That's true.
1: It's it's knowing how we roll. That's, that's what it's all about. And are we rolling over bumps? And did we put the bumps there? If somebody else has put the bumps there, can we roll around them? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, sometimes we just get stuck in this... It's almost like a self-harming, self-perpetuating cycle where we're going to roll over the bumps because we are stressed and we are fed up and we are suffering and so we're going to roll over them. But why? Why bruise ourselves more? When the mind isn't nourished by the intelligence which, which sits higher than the mind, then you know we can really knock ourselves around and end up making very unfortunate choices that just perpetuate our suffering. And it's not easy to always stop and take the time to develop that awareness because that can be a little bit tough when we're running hot and we're running fast. Sometimes mm-hmm. we actually need a bit of guidance with how to stop and slide down, which is why we're making the recordings we're making so that people can take the time out where they've got a coach to guide them through into calmer states of awareness without trying to guide alone because it's always handy to have somebody who's been there and somebody who knows how to help you enter into those more relaxed states so it's not always easy to do it for ourselves but even if it means just downloading something that resonates with you a guided relaxation exercise a piece of music some nature sound something that you just think oh that makes me feel nice that helps me feel calm yeah. uh, my husband for example on his iPod he has a collection of natural rain sounds And sometimes if he's feeling a bit stressed or overtired in the evening and his mind doesn't want to settle, then he settles down with his iPod.
0: It's interesting that you bring that up because I had the pleasure of working two days this week, right after my meltdown, supported by gentle rain, the sound of gentle rain. And I remember thinking, oh, this is perfect. This is the most wonderful background sound that I could possibly have right now as I'm regrouping, as I'm coming back and needing to be productive, but having this supportive, gentle rain. And I think that, that, you know, obviously it's important to think about the associations that we have with the people in our lives, with the environment, with the entertainment we choose, with the food we eat. When you're running hot, when you're out of balance. What kind of entertainment makes the most sense for a person in that space? For me, it's certainly not violence and anything um, aggressive.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's something that's going to make me feel good, something that's going to make me feel calm, something that's going to support and balance where I'm at. And frankly, for me, it's, it's not just balance, it's choosing what I want It's choosing who I want to surround myself with, it's choosing the environments I want to be in, and it's choosing the entertainment that is most supportive to me and to my nervous system.
1: Yeah. And that's the difference between supportive good health and a balanced mind and increased suffering and increased likelihood of diseases along the line. It's that simple. It's such a simple thing. For myself, I don't watch anything violent, scary, depressing, Anything I can't do something about to help, I can't afford to take into my mind because my mind will give me hell over it. It'll be like a puppy with a slipper. And we're already so overloaded that, as you said, you don't need to be watching something violent or dramatic or agitating when the mind's already got so much going on. In our house, I tried to ditch the television, but I was overawed, But as a compromise, what we did was we got a flat television and put it up on the wall so it's not directly in my line of vision where I sit, wishing ill upon it. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) we invested in some beautiful Blu-ray DVDs that are just nature scenes, just like a looping video of the ocean with the sounds of Mm -hmm. the waves or some tropical fish or some sunrises and sunsets. And some other family members chose some really beautiful snowy scenes or some rivers and forests and sometimes I'll have that on kind of like moving artwork on the wall that sets a mood particularly because I love water in the ocean so much and I live about an hour away from the sea so it was interesting to me that just by having that sound and that imagery on the wall it gave me a taste of what I really like and as you said different ways of just knowing some people don't even know how things are affecting them they don't know what they're eating, what they're thinking. They don't always realize the kind of people they're hanging around with that are perpetuating their suffering. That's not to criticize those people. It's just what happens when we're running on automatic pilot and we're being shooed through school and college and different situations and we're just moving, moving, moving. And in certainly in the society I've been brought up in, we're not trained to sit and take stock and look after ourselves and develop sure. awareness of of how we're doing and and where we're going.
0: I thought we could finish up by talking about our company, the people that we surround ourselves with, and the importance of understanding that it's okay to let go of energy vampires and to make changes. Does Mm. that sound good?
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you have something to share? I do. Okay, please.
0: A good friend of mine and I were having a conversation yesterday about... How much our lives have changed in the last few years, in regards to the group of people that we surround ourselves with,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and more for him than than for me, because my weeding of the garden began quite some time ago, and what I mean by that is i 've come to realize that in this lifetime, I want to share my experience, my time with people who are loving and kind and positive and supportive and sweet and there really just isn't any place for energy vampires we all have had these experiences where you feel like you give and give and give and I used to talk about it as like feeling like I had several straws stuck in my body and people were sucking the life out of me. (laughs) And it wasn't their fault, Ananga. I was allowing it to happen. And because of my nurturing personality, and I'm certain you have one as well, you love to give, you love to be supportive, you want to help. And that's great, as long as it's not to a place of your own depletion and feeling like your well is empty and one of the things that our listeners can do is really take a gentle inventory of who you're spending your time with. Who yeah. are you associating with? Because if we are most like the five people closest to us, I've read that, heard that, yeah, um, talked about that. I don't know where it came from, but it just makes sense if you think about it. Uh-huh. If you're most like those five people that you spend most of your time with, then doesn't it make sense to in your own self-study and, and awareness to also be gently observing their nature. And if somebody in your circle of influence is extremely negative or tearing you down or completely out of balance and they might not even mean to be doing what they're doing or behaving the way they're behaving, you have a choice. You have a choice to let them know that their behavior is, is not acceptable that you will not accept that. And you also have a choice to move on.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And it's okay. You have permission to surround yourself with healthy people who care and want to show up and be a supportive, loving person.
1: Yeah, we do. And even if we feel that we're at rock bottom and the association, and the company we have around us isn't of the nature that we like, then we have the right and the ability to go and reach out and find it elsewhere. And the internet enables us to reach out and contact information and authors and people that we find inspiring. You know, mm. We're starting to get regular emails now from listeners to the Anxiety Slayer podcast that are saying that they found support there. Well, I'm really happy to be association and company for anyone who's going through a tough time. So it's really nice that w- that we can show up and be part of somebody's circle of support. Even, mm-hmm. if, you know, we're reaching out to people we haven't even met. You and I have never met. We haven't met right. yet. But we're developing a really nice relationship. And you're definitely in my circle of people that I like to share time and energy with. And I find you a very positive influence. So that's cool. And if it wasn't for the Internet, we possibly wouldn't be in contact with each other. And then there's authors and even incredible coaches like Martha Beck. She's very open on Facebook. She's there. She's very, very funny. And she's very present. And I like picking up her quirky little things she writes. I feel like there's a little bit of virtual contact there because I can pick up her mm-hmm. Facebook page and what she's sharing. And whoever, whoever your heroes, Oprah, Eckhart Tollo, whatever people that we're inspired by, we can associate with them through their words, through their books. One of my dearest spiritual teachers is somebody that, regrettably, I never met. He left this world when I was 10 years old. But he says in his books that I'm with you through my words. You can know me through my words, through the information in my books. And over the years, I genuinely feel like I've developed a relationship with him, even Mm -hmm. though he's not physically present. Mm -hmm. So we should always be encouraged that... Even if we're in a situation where we do feel that our friends and associates around us, they may be going through a tough time too, they may be drawing heavily on us, then, you know, yeah, we can weed our garden, we can make more supportive choices in who we're choosing to hang around with, but also we can look elsewhere for finding association Mm -hmm. that's uplifting and
0: helpful to us. And we can say no.
1: We can say no, and, yeah, it's healthy to say no.
0: You know, it's healthy to say no thank you yeah and I've noticed in, through my coaching business that a, a lot of the brilliant women that I share my time with really struggle with saying no because they don't want to let somebody down and yet then it turns into a situation where their are saying yes makes them out of balance and angry and stressed out
1: it's okay to say no
0: It is okay to say no, and it is okay to say no very graciously and move on. Yeah, and it's okay to
1: say maybe too.
0: Yeah, it's okay to say, I will think about it. I need to take a look at my commitments and um, look at my calendar and and get back with you. And um, it's also okay to teach people how you want to be treated. Mm Mm-hmm. It's okay to teach people about your boundaries, Mm -hmm. which will lead us into an entirely new interview, I'm certain. I realize that this is a lot for our listeners to take in. And one of the things that I want to say out loud is that we can do all of these things incrementally. This doesn't have to all happen at once. For me, for instance, with my diet and my food choices, I make little tweaks and little changes as I move through each day. Because for me, I'm very much attracted to a lot of foods that are not suited to my dosha. Mm. And, you know, for instance, extremely spicy, wonderful, hot food. I like to eat jalapeno peppers raw. I love that. Yet that doesn't serve my body well. And so I won't tell you that I'm not going to eat them because I am. I'm just not going to eat them as often. Um, the, The spicy dishes aren't going to be as much of a part of my diet as they once were. The entertainment that I choose sometimes can be aggressive. And there's a part of me that still enjoys that. But it's getting less and less because I don't want to dream about it.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't want to invite additional suffering into my life. And the company we keep, it's not that one day you wake up and say enough already and shoo everybody out the door, (laughs) but that you make the observations of who are the most healthy characters in your life and who are the most supportive and kind. And in the areas where somebody is out of balance, maybe they can use your support or maybe it's time to move on. But again, incremental choices and more observation and more self-study.
1: Yeah, that's the healthy way of doing it because uh, Ayurveda teaches that major changes are stressful. You see these stress surveys where they talk about moving house and divorce and they give you points of how stressful that is. Well, drastically changing your diet and your association and how you are in, that also causes stress. So you're absolutely right, incremental changes. And our listeners can just run through this information that we've shared today and just pick one thing that really resonates with them and sit with that for a week and see how they go with that see how that fits with them and then they're welcome to come back and dip in again and take another if they so desire
0: Mm. yeah because this is a way of living this is a way of being and as a brand new student to ayurveda It's something that is very easy to just dip your toe in, and then the other foot, and then a little bit more, and then it it is easy. It's easy to understand, and it's easy to implement, and it's just allow yourself to learn and let it in step by step.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, learning by immersion just gradually. Mm-hmm. just gradually enter in we don't have to dive off the top board and think it's all going to make sense because it's not how it works Ayurveda is the wisdom of life and life is a journey a long journey hopefully a long and healthy mm-hmm. journey so mm-hmm. yeah we have to enter into it like children where we learn the little things we like to do and initially our knowledge may be at finger painting level that's fine kids are really happy when they do finger painting and we can be happy when we learn some very simple self-supportive things that we can add into our lives too
0: you said finger painting. Now I'm all excited. Now, <laughs> I love to finger paint. Does that shock you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you haven't shocked me yet, Shan. <laughs> finger painting is really good for bitter people because it's tactile and squatty. Oh, it's it's cuffer, isn't fun.
0: it? It's just fun. Yeah, it's and it, and it doesn't have to be perfect. No. It can be messy and cool and. It's fun. Now that's going to have to happen this weekend. Okay, I want to see the result. (laughs) Maren and I like to put um, big pieces of paper. We do it outside, of course, and um, basically lay the paper on the driveway and then go to town and then let it dry. And It's fun.
1: It really is fun. It's really fun, and it's really the opposite to bitter, which is balancing. It's beautiful.
0: Mm -hmm. And -hmm. there's another
1: encouragement there for people to think, well, you know, What's the harm in just doing something simple and gentle and fun? It's real suffering when we think that externally we're going to acquire something that's going to make us happy, when the poets for hundreds of years have been writing about looking at sunsets,
0: which happen every day. Mm. And never happen in the same way.
1: Never happen in the same way. And it's so tragic when we're missing that and we don't notice when the bird song changes in the spring and we don't notice when the wind changes direction and it feels more refreshing and we don't notice when the rain comes and it's watering the garden for us and, you know, so many beautiful things and the smell of grass being cut and the smell of the earth after the rain's soaked it. These things are there to keep us in touch with nature and with our nature. It's all hooked up. Mm -hmm. And there's real peace of mind to be found in just appreciating those super simple things, finger-painting being one of them.
0: (laughs) Well, this has been such a pleasure and I look forward to our next interview as we continue to delve into Ayurveda and share our knowledge and experience and conversation about how we can more comfortably, easily and with good health move through our lives and enjoy this moment. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to the next one too. Thanks, Ananga. Thank you, Shan.
0: Thank you for listening to the Slayer sessions. If you like what you just heard, please pass along this podcast to a friend. You're welcome to visit our website at anxietyslayer.com for more supportive tools and anxiety release exercises created to slay your anxiety.